This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I hope you will plan to join me this year at Converge 19. Converge is the great conference put on by Conversant, the sponsor of this podcast, and it's in its fourth year bringing together some of the world's leading companies for two days of dynamic speakers, thought-provoking breakout sessions, and opportunities to connect with like-minded professionals. You will leave the conference with new resources and best practices, allowing you to continue the hard work of driving ethics to the center of your business. In this podcast, we visit with some of the upcoming speakers for Converge 19. In this episode, I visit with Michael Williamson, the Chief Compliance Officer at Pacific Dental. He talks about leveraging your corporate values to improve your ethics and compliance program. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Michael Williamson. He is the Chief Compliance Officer at Pacific Dental Services Legal Department. Michael, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here, Tom. Michael, I was wondering if you could give us a little bit about your professional background. Sure. So I, uh, I started as a lawyer, uh, worked a handful of years in a general practice firm, uh, realized uh, very little of which I found sort of rewarding or uh, inspiring, um, mostly for, because of the adversarial nature of the general practice of law and the end game of that uh, adversarial posture generally being sort of an economic gain or, or financial benefit uh, with little else sort of attached to it. Um, and then I uh, uh, started my own practice, um, and that was uh, at or around the time in Massachusetts when the uh, behavioral health system was privatizing. And so uh, uh, psychiatric hospitals and units within hospitals started springing up across the Commonwealth. Um, I had a bit of a health law background from my days in the general practice firm, uh, was able to partner with some of those institutions um, in uh, developing uh, a regulatory framework around a privatized behavioral health system, which got me sort of familiar with uh, both the bench um, and the legislator, legislature and the bar, um, and sort of uh, allowed me to an, an entree into the uh, compliance and ethics arena in the healthcare context. And for the next, uh, oh, I'd say 10 or 12 years, uh, devoted uh, our practice to helping uh, institutions with sort of discrete uh, areas of healthcare compliance as they um, surface them. Um, and as the discipline uh, grew and matured, uh, so did our practice um, and the breadth of our uh, services. Uh, and then uh, my wife and I had uh, children, and I found that I was not able to devote adequate time to either being a father or running a business. And so I accepted a position as an assistant general counsel with the Executive Office of Health and Human Services in Massachusetts. Did that for a few years, and then entered uh, the private sector as a uh, chief compliance officer um, for a couple of uh, private equity-owned national healthcare companies, and then found myself with Pacific Dental Services, which is a privately held uh, 
dental service organization uh, provides administrative and business support services to oh about 800 ind independently owned dental practices in about 25 states and uh, I manage all aspects of the compliance and ethics program for uh, PDS as it is known. Michael I'd like to now turn to your presentation at Converge 19 because I found this uh, the description fascinating particularly in light of the way the regulators are moving into this area, specifically the Department of Justice, but also Securities and Exchange Commission and many of the other regulators. It's move your ethics and compliance program beyond a rules-based blind obedience construct by leveraging values. What got you interested in values and how do you try to bring that to your, your customer base, your employees, the third parties you might work with, or other stakeholders that you interact with on behalf of uh, Pacific Dental? Well, I, I became attracted to the uh, concept or philosophy of uh, exploiting an organization's values as a way to not only get to kind of optimal uh, ethics and compliance, but also I think some strategic business different differentiation, mostly uh, as a contrast to what my experience was in the uh, private equity-owned healthcare environment, which has a much smaller kind of horizon um, and appetite for uh, the the real hard uh, and time-consuming work necessary to optimize an organization's values. Um, and I found myself in a, uh, the stereotypical kind of check the box uh, compliance and ethics environment and was looking for something new and came across uh, Pacific Dental Services values, which are really uh, super unique and powerful um, and obviously got my attention. Um, particularly one line um, in them that, that says explicitly that we are not big on rules and regulations, um, but that we demand th that each uh, individual uh, be a leader um, and take care of problems as they arise and realize the opportunities that they present. That's, that's one statement in... Uh, Gosh, I think I counted one time about 280 words that represent our values. Um, and so uh, uh, we do not have the, the uh, typical, you know, kind of integrity, respect, uh, uh, customer service sort of value statements. Ours were written um, by our owner and founder 25 years ago when he started the organization they proved to be extraordinarily prescient, um, not just in that uh, one area, but, but generally speaking. And he was able to, for a long time, infuse uh, what he was describing in those you know, 280 to 300 words into the workforce with tremendous efficacy for a certain amount of time. And then our scale and our growth trajectory made that more difficult for him. And it was then that he turned to uh, the notion of a formalized compliance and ethics program to, uh, as we discussed when I first met him, kind of scale his voice and, his, uh, and our organizational values. 
Um, and so we grew up as a, as a self-governing, um, individual leaders uh, type of organization when it came to uh, uh, how our values showed up and, and how folks manifested them, which as you read the eight, so we have eight we believe statements, um, followed by a therefore, which is, you know, sort of we believe this. And so um, this is the natural extension of that. Uh, those uh, concepts we found uh, were um, all very aspirational and uh, responsible for attracting a whole bunch of really qualified folks to us and still do. Um, but we also found, because of their uh, density and their subjectivity and the extent to which they're capable of interpretation, that folks were kind of chasing them in a million different directions. And so rather than serving as a true moral north for us, it was more like a galaxy of stars. And his entrepreneurial spirit ran counter to the typical notions of, a, of an ethics and compliance program, kind of over your shoulder and command and control and rules-based, in addition to what we explicitly say in our values. So he had very little appetite for that type of program. And then it struck me, well, let's just leverage that concept of self-governance and conferring ownership of identifying problems and creating safe spaces to voice those um, and uh, real investment and an inspiration around our values to uh, capitalize on what they could contribute to a compliance and ethics program in lieu of rules. Um, and that's where we started. Uh, is to really get a sense of, and it took about a year, Tom, to get a good sense uh, from the organization of how our value showed up day to day for different roles across the country. Um, and it was a super enlightening exercise uh, that, that revealed to us um, that uh, the potential for folks to look at them and to say to themselves, well, you know, Jim's doing it differently than Tom, who's doing it differently than Mike, who's doing it differently than Sally. What am I supposed to do? Was kind of the best case scenario. Um, and in the worst case, folks would tell us, because we asked everyone across the organization in various forums what they meant to people. Worst case was that they're nice on a wall and they, and they state a lot of meaningful things, but when it comes to manifesting them day-to-day -day in our business, it didn't really occur. Uh, and so we went back over a second year to the, the same uh, cohorts of folks through one-to-one -one interviews, focus groups, workshops, town halls, a quantitative survey we put out, and asked folks, when you see each of the eight value statements, what is it how does it compel you to behave? And how would you like it to compel your team to behave? And so we started to correlate our value statements with behaviors. Um, 
And it was then that uh, the, the passion really kind of um, took hold in our organization for that concept because we started to migrate to an aligned and uniform uh, translation of those meaningful value statements. And so it started to look to people like we meant what we said. And we've continued that effort uh, over over the two or three years since we that first information those first information gathering sessions, and it's kind of how we ended up where we are now. Michael, that uh, really sounds like a fascinating journey. Unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I've been visiting today with Michael Williamson, who is speaking at Converge nineteen, and we'll be talking about moving from a rules-based ethics and compliance program to leveraging your values. Michael, I greatly look forward to meeting you and hearing your presentation at Converge. Oh, it's my pleasure, Tom. Thank you for your time. This is Tom Fox. Again, I hope you will join me for Converge 19. It's going to be one of the top compliance and ethics events for the year, from the educational sessions, the breakout sessions, the individual facilitated conversations. I know you will get a lot out of it. A few special discount codes for complimentary reg registrations. If you'll email me at tfox at tfoxlaw, I can give it to you.